Hello and welcome to episode 100. Century Whoa! Mark. For no real? way. We made. Are, are we gonna get syndicated we made it. now? I I don't know. I'm still waiting on my Casper uh, uh, mattresses check to clear. Uh, they said it's in the mail, but that was like 90 episodes ago. So <laughs> it's it's in the. I don't know. It's I like to imagine the Casper check is much like the mattress, where it's like a giant check, but it comes like shrink like in a tiny little box. You open it. Oh, just like the publisher's clearinghouse. Oh, yeah. Oh no. It goes, it goes, we're hey, not, hey, we're hey, like, hey, hey, hey. bougie enough to have like sleep hey. number. That's really. I, ha- I have an awful. announcement. I have an okay. announcement. Yes. Today is my last episode. Okay. What? Because oh is my it? god, I went one in five. What the uh, fuck? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, Mike, you've gone 0 and 6 before. Somebody's well, we haven't gotten there. Well, I, we I would hope that yet. I would not I go 0 and 6 about. again. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, All right, let's... this is too horrible to like, keep it to myself. <laughs> I see. Well, uh, so episode 100, uh, season 5, episode 6. So, uh, welcome. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. I would have baked a cake if I would have known. I, I mentioned it last week. There, I said next week was the century. There was no possible I way for no us to know. I have no recollection of you saying that. There was no way we could have possibly well. known this was episode 100. So <laughs> This might as well be episode known. three for Anna. Yeah. Well, time is a flat circle. Also, we're uh, joined uh, further south by Tom. Hey, guys. Congratulations on 100. And we got Mike on here, too. Further yeah. south. Further south. Yep. Has, I think uh, Andy's the only one who's been on all 100 episodes. Um, I have been on all 100. I don't, think I don't I've know if anyone any. else. I can't missed. remember. I was about to say, yeah. Well, someone... Tom's missing. You were you were in Mexico one time at least. Yeah, I wasn't true. on the first few episodes either. When this podcast was probably better. Are you sure? We started with three. Yeah. All right. We did. I came in like episode and three or I don't four. Remember that. Was I on okay. the first episode? <laughs> You're a newbie. <sighs> I think you were. All right. I'm, a, I'm only like not on. When y'all record it, well, I'm at work. Well, we, yeah, and then, and then the other thing. Sure. When you were um, saving the world from COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in the Amazon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Looking the for fires, the cure, and then yeah. did something else. I forget what. The fires that Oregon started, so that they could avoid playing football. That never mind. And Orgeron started. And Orgeron started. I'm sure if he, you know could see the future he probably would have tried a lot harder to stop this season before it started mm-hmm. ah yeah if he'd known <laughs> what was how, what their defense was going to look like he might have segue for later uh let's talk about the polls <laughs> let's i, I was doing that again were you talking about me or someone else what uh no not you okay we're talking about edward oh your name's polls because i mean i heard bad defense i just assumed it was about alabama you might be surprised to know you're not the only bad defense in the SEC West. Uh, no. Yeah, there there's actually three of them that I can think of. Actually, four, probably. There's, pro- so there's, there's probably uh, teams out there that don't even know that they have bad defenses yet. Probably. Yeah, like Ohio State. Yeah, we don't know. But you guys are still rated number one everywhere, so uh, whatever. Well, hold on. Hey, if you, don't, places, if you don't play, you're in the playoffs. Let's say the only poll that matters. Let, let's bury, let's stop burying the lead. Let's talk about the AP poll. We got Clemson with 59 first place votes, uh, Alabama with two, Georgia with one, and then we got Notre Dame, North Carolina, and undefeated Ohio State. Yeah! Mm. Just want to yeah. point out there's three ACC teams in the top five. Indeed. Indeed. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Notre Dame is. They got to rank someone. But that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's why Ohio State's <laughs> at six. 
Yeah. We got Oki Light at number seven. Ooh, Cincinnati Bearcats at eight. Is this the year that we could, like, uh, declare that Notre Dame is a scab? What's a scab? They they crossed the picket line of COVID? They crossed crossed the picket line of COVID. Uh, Maybe. I'm still not completely understanding. I don't get this reference at all. They're they're a higher top five team. They're not really ACC. Higher top five team, like a scissor lift higher, or can you take me higher? No, all right. Scissor lifts and Notre Dame do go together well. Um, Penn State, uh, number nine, uh, also undefeated. Um, Florida, no longer undefeated. Uh, We'll talk about that. It's gonna be great. Wait, who's number 11? Aggie, uh, Texas AM. And who did they just beat? They just beat the team that's rated right right in front of them. Yeah, the, so AP writers, you know. Well, but see, the yeah, thing oh. is, Florida dropped six places. Texas A and M came up ten, so they were twenty one last Jesus week. So. Christ. So, any whatever. Can't Let's they, talk like, about the just, coaches. Just role. one one more spot. Just it, that would be logical, but I mean, uh, logic doesn't really have any part in this. Um, coaches, Paul, we got Clemson. Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State <laughs> getting two first place votes yeah. <laughs> despite not well, playing. <laughs> no, te- technically, the coaches' polls got the same mistake too. So. Indeed, uh, North Carolina uh, at six, Oklahoma State, uh, Penn State, Florida, and Cincinnati at ten. Uh, and also, Texas A&M is rated lower than Cincinnati, and they're in eleventh in the. Uh, well, they're eleventh in both. They just uh, they have. Florida one place higher in the coaches poll. The FPI, the only poll that matters. Andrew, give us an update. This is as uh, of yesterday. Ohio State still first. Why wouldn't they? Be? Uh, we have a we have a new second place team in the FPI though for the first time this what? season. What? The Clemson, I think is how you say it. Tigers. Right. We did it. It used to be Clemson, but it kind of is. Clemson, uh, then Bama, then Georgia. It's Clemson when they show their ass. Then Wisconsin, <laughs> then Penn State. Then Oregon. So I just want to point out that uh, four of the top seven haven't played. Have yet. not played a game in the FBI. That's fine. So, uh, that's fine. so it's all nonsense. UCF. Basically, though, you can just ignore the first, like four of those. UCF is twelfth ahead of teams such as Auburn, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State, LSU. Interesting thing here, Oklahoma's the Oklahoma is fifteenth and LSU is sixteenth. But there's a pretty massive different like drop off from the, Penn State the, down to Oregon. The Hoosiers are nineteenth. Wow. What's the combined record of LSU and Oklahoma? Uh, Three and uh Oklahoma's two and two. What like six or something? LSU is one, two one and, and two. two. LSU is one and two, right? I think. I mean, it's so gotta be think. under five hundred. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, because Oklahoma's 500 and LSU is under 500, so yes. This has Texas 11th. Let's try to see where te- Texas A&M is 24th. Oh, Florida is 9th. We sh- can we just delete so, the FBI for a couple weeks until... Well, the reason we go over is because it's so dumb. That's why we... Clemson why we currently has also, the highest win-out percentage, though. I do like Clemson also at say... 100% for six wins plus. Like That's, uh, that's a bold claim, because what if they get COVID and they don't play any more games? Like Vanderbilt. This could also tell you that Texas is vastly underachieving for what they have on the team. 
could it could tell you that. Weird. Well, there you go. Get, FBI well, still sucks, even in the year of COVID, so one thing is normal at least. Yay. Let's talk about uh, Texas later, I suppose. Let's talk about SP rankings, SP plus rankings, I suppose. Ohio State at number one. Yes. You guys did it. Congrats. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Florida, North Carolina, and Oklahoma. Who is who is the big SP plus homer? Uh, I want to know, know what the, the Alabama defense is. I suppose. Is, uh, point the difference between last week and this week i want to see how much it's fallen down wasn't it like uh, 17 last week now it's i would 20 have to seconds. google sp plus y'all will be happy to know that clemson had three blocked field goals in their last game are still somehow at <laughs> point one, 19th for special teams <laughs> so well, last week i know alabama, I know alabama was, is higher because we just don't kick anymore Last week, Alabama, hold up, was um, in defense. They were 17.7 and 17th in the country. And this week, what, what 19. were they? 19.8, 22nd. 19.8 and so 22nd. fell off country. five spots. It feels yeah. like it should be worse. but Well, I think there's a lot of teams playing bad defense. So just relative to them, it's you're not that bad. Well, lack of, yeah, lack of spring and fall camps will... It's going to hurt the defenses this year, for sure. Some more than others, obviously. Um, all right, so let's talk about last week's games, though. We got some good stuff in here. I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm calling last week's games the shit show down south. For, uh, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of, of rain games. in the south. It was rough. And a lot there was of just, a lot of rain. And just a lot of bad play. Yeah. In most of the south. <laughs> uh, Thursday we had Tulane at Houston, who was favored by four at open, closed at six and a half, and they won forty nine thirty one. Good job, you covered. You might be the best team in Texas. We'll get there. Uh, Friday, we got uh, Louisville. Louisville uh, opened as a five-point favorite, closed at four. And Georgia Tech uh, surprisingly beat that ass 46-27. So that game escalated quickly. I was watching it for a while, and then Georgia Tech ran away with the game in the last quarter. I uh, was, um, I thought Louisville was going to be like decent this year, but uh, whoopsie-daisy. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, is Georgia Tech actually like... I mean, it's obvious that they're improved some, but how improved do we think they are? Are they going to be over 500 well, or under they, 500? They play Clemson on Saturday, so maybe we'll get a better uh, <laughs> idea. It's, yeah, it's going to be like another hey. week after that before they start playing teams that they can beat. Maybe. So we'll, we'll get a better idea yeah, in, in a couple of weeks, maybe. All right. The road to so, 500 is long. <laughs> it is. Uh, Saturday we had, oh boy, we had a great game. Fantastic game. Florida opened as a seven-point favorite, closed at six and a half. Uh, well, as when I say closed, that was as of our um, time of recording last week. They were at Texas A&M, uh, who apparently sold out their stadium, according to Dan Mullen. Uh, Forty-one to <laughs> thirty-eight, Texas A&M won outright. So uh, third and Grantham was a thing. Uh, Texas A&M, by memory, was twelve of fifteen on third-down conversions. So not great, Bob. Uh, especially for a guy that you're paying as much as uh, Grantham. And when you bring a guy along with you from Mississippi State to Florida, you would expect he would be better than that. But What if there are just not many good defensive coordinators and this is just the result? Is that everyone has bad defense? Uh, all, all the defensive coordinators are stuck at Alabama being analysts. <laughs> the, or they're head coaches it's, now. It's like the problem well, of like uh, 
American soccer in that like most of the people who are good at sports go play other sports. So all the coaches who want to be coaches go be offensive coordinators. Yeah. Well. So we have no good defensive coordinators. <laughs> I mean, I think that, well, the, the thing is that Grantham, there, there's a ceiling on what he can give you. And it's apparently 12, uh, 12 out of 15 third down conversions. <laughs> but um, well, like he's going to be good to get them. They're playing, what, 10 games this year? They're probably a seven or eight win team. And like, is he a good, like, he's a, sorry. Wow. Going off. Come yeah. on, man. He's a, he's a good defensive coordinator, but he's obviously not great. So like, are they going to win the SEC with that? No, obviously not. But like, I don't know. The, see, the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that there's like a scale and it's not like either good or shit. It's somewhere in between. And Grantham is in between. Is, I feel like is nuance okay here? I don't know. I feel like most people are in between, or most defensive coordinators. Well, except for Bo Pelini. We'll get to him soon. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in, yeah. in the way the SEC is lining up, uh, in between defense with a maybe above average offense should be enough. I mean, it, you would think. It, you know. it might come down to the Georgia game. But yeah. Because. Well, that, uh, I don't know. I. I I haven't seen Mullen and 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 Grantham beat us yet, so we'll we'll see if they if this is the year. It sure didn't look like it last week against A and M. Anyway, we'll we'll get there. Um, so after that game, I know that Mullen was asking the administration at Florida since the state approved uh, having as many people as you want in uh, in uh, sporting events to to have the stadium be full because he thinks somehow that A and M had some kind of advantage with their. 20, maximum 25% of the stadium that they had last week. Apparently, they were just really loud, which, I mean... Uh, have they never played in a pipe full in extra stadium? sound. Like, it's not... Yeah, seriously. That also is I, very true. Like, they yeah. play in, like, loud, full stadiums 12 times a year. Like, I understand. I mean, right, yeah, I mean, I think that he was just whining, and what, what he should have been doing is saying that we have to play better on defense. If we score 38 points, we should win the game. That's yeah, a true statement. Much. I'm pretty sure so, the A&M stadium is kind of built to like keep sounding, chan- channel the noise down back onto the field. It's just like it's vertical. I mean, I mean most most of them are like like yeah. the thing is that he he's he's making excuses and he needs to get over it. Also, his his president came out and said that they're not going to do that, and then he doubled down on it again today and thinks and said that he thinks that Florida should do that. So I'm not sure what he's getting at there, but and. And yes, there's like SEC rules about that, but I mean, I kind of think the governors of, of both of these states are like actively yeah. trying to like void those SEC rules. They want full stadiums. Wonder if LSU thinks it'll help them out. But they already said that they were. I no, mean, at, at I least with alcohol the... sales. Yeah, they're they're starting that up again. Um, anything else on Florida before we move on? Um, they, they made Kellen Mond look really good. I mean, Florida's a good I'm, offense, uh, but... <laughs> I mean, I mentioned in the past, Mond is yeah. one of those that will just be good. Yeah, you, brand I was going to say, I'm, 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 like, do you think just this was just one of those, like, those games where, like, the lights were on for Mond, and it, it, Florida just was yeah. unfortunate? Pretty much. Mm, I, I think against a, a not great defense, he can look pretty good, and I think that that's what... That's what this was I don't, I don't know i wouldn't read too much into it for mond i would read more into it for florida's 
defense. I mean, that's I don't think anyone has that. like delusions of grandeur for Mond at this point. But I, um, I'm just saying we we all we've all seen him have those like games where it just seems like he's a different person, and that's why I was asking. Do yeah. you think that was one? These are this this was one of those games. I mean, he's he certainly looked good. I don't I don't know how much of that was him just having the game of his life and or Florida setting him up for that. Probably a little bit of both. Kind of a perfect storm situation. Um, let's talk about NC State at Virginia. Okay. Virginia was favored by nine and a half, um, and they NC State won outright, thirty-eight to twenty-one. I didn't watch a minute of this, Tom. I also did not watch a minute of this. What was I watching? Okay. I don't remember. Hmm. Which game? Probably the Oklahoma Texas. That oh, oh well, I was watching that till almost the Clemson game. So you know that was nice. <laughs> this is where the Red River Shootout is, which we'll talk about next. This is where it is in the in the hierarchy of games now. That was on my second screen, and main screen was Florida A and M. But um, I was the opposite. Really? I don't think I even yeah. watched Florida A and M. I was uh, I had Florida A and M the early the part Texas of the game. Oklahoma game was the most entertaining game of the day. Yes, I turned it like towards the, the half second. Well, half. I don't know. Alabama Ole Miss might have been really entertaining, but it was not at the same time as Miami Clemson, so I don't know. Well, it doesn't sound like we have any takeaways for the NC State game, so let's just move on to the shootout Sounds then. Good. Okay, Oklahoma was uh, favored by two, and they uh, did end up winning fifty-three to forty-five. Uh, this went to yeah, went to overtime, right? Uh, quadruple overtime. That's right. I think the game went in such a direction that both teams had tremendous despair. I'm pretty sure times. Texas was down by fourteen points with like four minutes to go again. I'm pretty sure that this game came on or was was in overtime. One of them when my game came on, so it, it was uh, on, but I wasn't really watching the it. The second or third overtime, Oklahoma had a field goal blocked, and then Texas missed like a 29-yard field goal. No, it was the other shot. way around. Texas oh, got theirs blocked, yeah. and then Oklahoma missed. I think. Oh well, someone happened, and that they both like missed field goals in one of the yeah, overtimes. It was pretty bad. So this is just like a hobo fight then. Uh, it was if you know if you didn't watch that game, I would highly recommend going back and watching it because it was just a disaster all over the so, place. I mean, don't watch the whole game. You can watch like somewhere in the fourth quarter through overtime. And I think yeah, the first out. half was kind of like boring because I think it was seventeen all or something like that. And it was like oh, it's gonna be kind of both Did, both offenses once, looked incompetent. Once it got to overtime, everything fell apart. Overtime. That's Did nice Herman do his? Uh... Go ahead. I was just going to say, did Herman do his Drew Locke impression again or no? Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. Hook him. Hook him. So let's talk about, uh, so they're they're going to be looking for a new coach, right? Uh, two and two Texas and no sign of things really getting any better there. I mean, if they win out, they can still make the big 12 championship game. This this is the game that Oklahoma benched uh, Rattler. Right? He got hurt. For a little no, bit, I'm he pretty sure they said he, he was playing in overtime. But, I'm pretty, he yeah, came they back. let him come back, and he, he won the team back. He got, he got hurt for a little bit. How do you get hurt he, for a little? Well, bit? Well, he came out. He th- he fumbled or threw an interception or something. He came out and they were like looking at his shoulder for like I don't know three drives, and then he came back in. All right, let's see how many wins we think we see on here for Texas. Rest of the way, the, yeah, the Baylor. Rest of them. Well, this Baylor. This is dictating Oklahoma that we know State. what the other Big Twelve teams are like. So Baylor, Oklahoma State, who's ranked number ten right now and is three and zero, is that a win? Yes. I don't think that's a win. That's a win. I don't. 
I don't. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't bet on Texas against hardly any of these teams now, except for Kansas, boy, I'm, uh, I'm, West Virginia. I'm high in these last two games, and boy, <laughs> could be yeah, West Virginia, Kansas, yeah, yeah, Iowa of, State. Every one of these games, I'm coin flipping. Yeah, I, I think all of them are coin flip except for Kansas. For me, honestly, you ma- imagine you go into okay, you're you're you haven't you've won four straight. Your last two games versus Iowa State and Kansas State, and you're like, cool. All we gotta do is win this to make the Big Twelve championship. And you lay an egg in both of those, and that's what will happen. Yeah, I can see that. <sighs> Four and zero. Oh. That's two. Yeah. That's like two weird ass games back to back to end yep. your season. That's when you just start sweating, like the Key and Peel meme, the uh, gif. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't lock up hardly any of those games except for Kansas. That's about it. So let's talk about. Um, I was going to segue into a different game, but it's the last one on here. Uh, all right. So Virginia Tech was at North Carolina, who was favored by seven at open and five and a half close. Uh, they won 56 45. Good job. Yeah. Gonna, Should we start gonna... talking about North Carolina's uh, or uh, Texas's uh, retread of uh, Return of the Mac? <laughs> it's a great, funny it's a great if he just season like to be a pong, UNC fan. If he just ping pong between both schools. Yeah, I mean, oh when God. do we when do we complain about one of these two or both of these teams' defenses? Yeah, it's I was gonna say North Carolina's defense is uh, is it would if I was a North Carolina fan like Andrew is, I would be worried about my defense. We don't expect a lot from the ACC schools, okay? They're kind of <laughs> like the Big Twelve, like as expected. Okay, okay, so that's fine. Forty-five points, that's good. That's okay. yeah. from Virginia Tech. I mean, that's fine, I guess. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you cover like a lot so for Virginia it's, Tech. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> Great teams cover. That's right. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, let's talk about Tennessee at Georgia. Uh, Georgia was a 12.5 point favorite, um, and they won 44 21. Uh, game was in doubt there through halftime. Um, it was it was an interesting thing. So let me let me let me break the first half down for you. Our center snaps the ball about three or four feet over our quarterback's <laughs> head on the first play of the game, he and it goes into it the end zone. Forty yards. It went forty <laughs> yards. It was the worst snap I've ever seen. I think. Did y'all recover and, it, or huh? Did you recover it, or what? They did in our end zone, so they got a free seven points on the first oh. play of the game. Oh, that's, uh, that's nice of you. So that, that that's seven of those points. And so anyway, um, and then they had uh, they that had, still goes against your defense. So. I guess I I don't know if that goes against our defense. If they scored while they were on, uh, it does. They were on defense. <laughs> anyway, so the so they Guarantano had had one good touchdown pass in the first half, like a long bomb. Which was kind of unexpected, which is probably why it worked. Uh, I think it was on it like a third and one, and they tossed a bomb, and uh, and it was, it was actually one of those good passes, like one of those Kellen Mond things. You're like, well, sometimes they they do something good. Uh, the second one, or the the last touchdown they scored, uh, I think before halftime, uh, the receiver probably should have been called for a push off, but the official did not see it. And he caught it on another bomb, and then that was basically all that they got. They couldn't sustain drives the whole game, uh, so it was basically two passes that um, that they were productive on, and then um, that one that they recovered in the end zone. And then the rest of the time, uh, Guarantano was running for his life. Um, he was sacked five times and pressured on I think around half of the snaps. Um, 
and he fumbled twice and was intercepted once. So, yeah, it was a it was a good game for our defense. Our offense looked uh, looked pretty good in the primarily in the in the second half. Would have liked to have seen the whole game looking that good, but that's uh that's about all I got to say on that. Great, congratulations. Cool. <laughs> Let's talk about well, Arkansas Auburn. Uh, I was only just going to add is that we we're back to like not really knowing what Tennessee is anymore. Let, is let me put it this way: I, I watched Auburn the week before, right? And so I think that Tennessee is a better team than Auburn. I don't think that that's uh, too controversial around here. No, I don't think that's a very hot take. Yeah, um, it, Auburn or Tennessee has has tougher ha, has a better defense and a better offensive line for sure. Guarantano is okay. He's he's all right. They don't. Uh, they have a halfway decent running back. Even though we held them to negative one rushing yards total on the day. Is um, that built off of sacks? No, sacks. There's about forty five yards worth of sacks in there. Yeah. Um. So if you took that out, they got like under fifty yards yeah, rushing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, he's okay, but uh, they they really couldn't do anything rushing. They they tried. They were just getting met at or behind the line every time, um, and they couldn't really pass the ball either. Like I said, outside of those two bombs that were probably effective because that was the only time they did them. Um, then again, I mean I don't know the 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 kid that gave up both of those passes. They they yanked and he didn't play anymore the rest of the way. So and then they they didn't get any more passes completed essentially. So you're saying not not to expect to see him against Alabama. Probably not. If you see DJ Daniel out there, they're probably going to throw his way. Uh, that, that was the kid. Um, I, we have enough DBs that I don't think that that's, uh, that's really an issue. Our defense is really deep. Only uh, three guys played more than 40 snaps in the game, so they're shuffling guys in and out constantly. Um, anyway. Let's talk about Arkansas at Auburn. <sighs> Speaking of teams that got screwed over and yeah. Gus's uh, lucky rabbit you, foot. You got this wrong. Uh, Auburn did not win that game. <laughs> Uh yeah they did. <laughs> they shouldn't have. Yeah. They shouldn't have. They opened as an 18 point favorite, closed at 14, and they won 30 to 28. They should not have won this game. They should have lost 20, like, 27, it, but here we are. They they literally this is not like a, a take. The uh, uh the SEC officiating crew came out afterwards. They put out a statement that they blew a play dead when he uh when Bonix was I guess he was getting sacked. No, or something. he was uh, trying to spike the ball, but it he bobbled the snap so it fell and then he picked it up to try to spike it, but he spiked it behind himself. Yeah. Yeah. So at this and point, it should have been it's already lateral like because he, he didn't throw the ball in front of him. He threw it behind him. So it was a lateral. So it, sh- it was a live ball. It should have been a live ball. And, uh, yeah. they yeah. dead. but they whistled yeah. it dead. And because of the whistle, even though Arkansas was still trying to get the ball at this point, it, yeah, it was it. done then. Uh, so Arkansas should have had the win there, and Auburn should have one one more loss. But they get that uh, that Jordan Hare lucky rabbit foot it's like, thing that yeah, Melvin gets over here. I, I think I saw someone now. This someone is probably a a fellow salty Alabama fan. But I think the last three wins at Jordan Hare for them have all been off of like instances where a play. That they should not have had dictated whether or not they won or not. It's always like a, a doink off a helmet or like a, a yeah. tipped ball uh, or, or uh, some stupid. The, the, a field the particular goal. Alabama one was the field goal that they got that yeah. time to 
to actually kick at halftime. And one by like, same thing as here, one by like two or three. I always get some fluky shit. Um, yeah, Auburn's not great, and Arkansas should have had a, another win. I, I feel bad for Arkansas because they're they're actually a significantly improved team over last year. Uh, over Chad Morris, who's the who's the offensive coordinator at Auburn. It's like improves off of like yeah, you know, like being a zero. Like one is better than zero. They're not like yeah. 100. On a scale of zero to ten, they they were at zero last year. They're at like a three this year. Uh, Maybe two. They're like a two or a three, but they're improved. I'm just saying that they should have won that game. And I'm just saying Arkansas is not a good team either. They should have been no. They should have won this game. They did win this game. Well, let's move on and talk about the next game. Uh, let's get your uh, Crimson Corner going. So Alabama was a 23 point favorite open. They closed at 24 um, at Ole Miss. They won 63 to 48. Do you like offense? Uh, who doesn't like offense except you know people that have teams that are playing in that game? Pretty much. Sure. They uh, the the interesting thing here was that I think which one of these teams gave they gave up basically the maximum amount amount of yards that you could Ole, get minus forty one. Ole Miss like they looked at Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss defended a total of forty one yards. Oh yeah, total of forty-one yards. Yeah. And truthfully, Alabama's not much better. Now they're like two or three times better, but they only defended like I think, like I think it was like seventy yards, wasn't it? No, it was like a hundred and twenty, maybe. Oh okay. Um, yeah. Well, this game was uh, this game was was, it was sloppy. Really? Wasn't uh, Ole Miss was in the lead for a large portion of it, right? Or um, I did not actually go back to see what. That kind of breakout was it was it was basically a game of uh, tied or Alabama's up seven except early I think I think for maybe like half a quarter it was reverse Alabama I think tied got like one of the only punts in the game and uh, went ahead and then it was Alabama tied Alabama tied I think for the rest of the game until well at least until that field goal. Which was a mistake, obviously. You know, no one needs to kick a field goal in this game. Yeah, definitely not Alabama. Field goals in Alabama don't go together well, typically. And, and the best thing is we have not kicked hardly any, so we haven't found out for positive <laughs> or negative if we have a field goal. Yeah. Well, luckily you don't have any games that might be close coming up that you'll rely on a field goal kicker. <laughs> yeah, I... That is true. Ole Miss was probably one I dreaded the most just because of Lane Kiffin and the offense, the potential because, you know, we didn't know what Lane Kiffin was going to be doing, but Lane Kiffin is, he's the personality that he obviously has the offensive knowledge, but he also has that uh, little bit of gumption uh, to like stick it to Saban a little. And I think he kind of did. Shame he didn't have just a little bit of defense. Yeah, uh, the the thing I, I, I the, the thing I saw that was kind of interesting. They went back to see Alabama's first play against Tennessee in the first game with uh, Kiffin was at Alabama. Like, so it was against his former team, and he ran like this kind of bootleg um, pass in the flat to a uh, receiver, and he he did the exact same play, the first play as Ole Miss this game, and, you know, it 
gained like 20 yards. The, the, the Tennessee play from a few years back was like a touchdown, like a 70-yard touchdown to I think Calvin Ridley. So that was just like him going back to something that would have been obvious to most Alabama people that, oh, he's, he's literally playing the Alabama game against ourselves. Uh, he has a good offensive mind. Yeah. Um, when he was at Alabama, there were a couple times I, got, I thought he got a little too cute and he was going away from what was working at the time. But he can, like, overall, I think he's a good offensive coordinator. He does, he does have that, yes. And he that showed up towards the end of the game. Uh, yeah. Maybe going for onside one time too early and then not going the next time when he should have. Mm. Uh, kicking a field goal, I'm still not 100% sure that was... At that point in the game, kicking a field goal, like, in a shootout, you're just putting yourself in the negative. Okay. Anything else on this before we move um, on? I know the rain, this, you know, rain was an issue, but, you know, I think rain was an issue for most of the SEC teams. I don't know, did it rain in the Georgia mm-hmm. game? No. No, they were expecting it, but it didn't actually yeah, it was, impacting the game. The storm was it wasn't really than people thought it didn't start raining until night. I think in a lot of places. Yeah, and it it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like the issue of like coming down. It was like the field was already kind of wet. It was not the great greatest for traction, which shows up when you know one team is a misdirection team, which all miss. It's a lot of what they did. A lot of misdirection. So just. Lots, a lot of missed tackles. Some of pressure was there. Um, you know, crank up by actually tackling the you know the quarterback or the running back would have helped like negate twenty points, and it will be highly necessary against the next opponent. To like, if you're in the backfield, you tackle the quarterback or you tackle the running back. Mm-hmm. Don't. Can't win. Could be useful to tackle people. That's good. Uh, I had, the biggest negative is that it was almost a perfect offensive stat sheet, and it was needed. It was necessary to be almost entirely perfect to win a game, and that's that's not good. Yeah. All right, well, um, let's move on. I think we'll be talking about Alabama here again shortly. Let's talk about Mississippi State. I mean, I would have liked to, like, heard anything from the other two. But they pro- well, I know Tom didn't watch the games. Correct. Sorry. I watched the game. <laughs> I watched it. It, uh, it looked like bad defenses. That's what I saw. Bad, bad tackling, bad defenses, bad scheming. Everything was bad. I don't want to be, like, super over the top here, but I think that this is definitely the worst defense we've seen from Alabama uh, in Saban's time there. And uh, that's, a, yeah, I don't, that's a bold statement. Is it, though? I think, is it? I, I don't know if it is. <laughs> After watching them, like, so far this year, I, I don't think it's, like... I mean, that's I, more of a kudos to the defense they've had since he's been there. I, guess, I, I, I know last year that they had a lot of linebackers out injured and stuff, and and this year I I don't know what the what the explanation is other than the defensive coordinator Golding just maybe not cutting it. Uh, uh, and, I don't know. And that could be a thing. Um, I I, I definitely know. think I, it's a mixture. Of, sorry, uh, the 
obviously the COVID implications of tackling were that, you know, not a lot of teams did tackle in practice. They didn't have enough players or, or time to do so. Um, and that has shown up with our guys. Like, that's like the worst I've ever seen Dylan Moses play. He was he was a liability. Our safeties were a liability. And that's, even for last year, that was about all we had last year was safety play. Um, well, I suppose the, the plus side for Saban is that he can use this last week as a, if there is a teachable moment, this is definitely yeah. it. So you can say that you guys gave up 48 points to, to these scrubs. Like you got a, a, a big game coming up here. Like there's a lot to work on. Like at least they, they can see everything they have to work on. If you want to take a positive spin on it. I mean, and you'll, you'll see how much they're able to improve. It's a mixture of like Georgia should be right now planning like, uh, third down passes to the flats of the, of the running backs. Cause those are always wide open. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the good Alabama is literally really good at third down I was going to say that you're, you're playing right into uh, Georgia's offensive game plan, which is three yard. Wait, three he, yard he literally, no, that's, that's not what he does at all. He's, he's been doing a lot of third down conversions over the middle, about 15, 20 yards. And in the, the heat map for the, for the the games with A and M and Ole Miss, they're attacking the middle of the field to the safeties, and that's exactly where uh, Bennett has been finding a lot of success this year. is in the is in the middle of the field, and it's been way different from from always going to the sideline and his like five yard passes and well, everybody always saying it was like his four yard passes. I mean, they were a little bit more than that, but uh, he did ignore the we middle still, of the field for whatever reason. Defending Jake from it's like it's, he's gone, man. I'm just, I'm just saying he, he wasn't quite that, but he did ignore the middle of the field completely. It seemed like, I don't know if he was scared of it or Some what, elite but, white uh, he is. <laughs> Bennett, uh, Bennett loves the middle of the field. It's, uh, he, he does not really pass to the sideline, uh, a ton. He, he does some, but, uh, mostly middle of the field, uh, slants and comeback stuff and different I, things. Um, I guess, I, I mean, I guess we probably don't fail. I keep wanting to talk about the Georgia Alabama game because that. Oh, should be like, coming, we'll get there in a second. I promise. Yeah. We'll get there. Let's yeah, yeah, let's I'll talk about finish Miss- last week's games for the love yeah, of God. Hold on. Let's talk about Mississippi State uh, and Kentucky. <laughs> no, they how were we three three point favorite, uh, two and a half uh, when we recorded, and Kentucky won twenty four to two. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State got got that safety. Oof. So when when, when do you, man. I bet you you can remember the last time Mississippi State only scored two points. Last year, I feel like. No, it was the 3-2 game with Auburn. <laughs> uh, nice. So they uh, so Leach went from uh, from putting up how many? It was like 600 or 700 passing yards, whatever. Yeah. Three years. It was over uh, LSU and uh, to benching KJ Costello this week and can't do shit because <laughs> people are doing what, what teams did in the Pac-12 against Leach, where they're doing... Uh, they're rushing three, maybe four at the most. Nobody's ever blitzing, and they're dropping everybody into coverage, and they can't do anything. How many? And he won't run the damn ball. So that quarterback who did all that benched right now. How many interceptions on the year do you think he has? I don't know. How many do you have this week? Like three or four? I think five. <laughs> I think that's what got him. He has nine on the year. Nine interceptions. The next closest uh, is the Vanderbilt quarterback, who has four. Yeah, Kentucky intercepted six total. Um, so, yeah, they were basically just sitting on everything. I'm sorry, and, he uh, only had four. Run it. I, you know, I should be 
times. Yeah. Accurate. He only had four interceptions against Kentucky. Only four. Okay. And that before they pinched him. Cool, 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 cool. So they're getting the full uh, gamut of the Mike Leach experience in the in their first three a, games of the year. A highly sped up version. Yes. It took Wazoo years to get to this point. It took them three games. I I think for what whatever we can say about defensive coordinators now, they have been shown that all you need to do against Leach is to drop all your guys into coverage. You don't need to blitz them. There was nope. a. It doesn't matter. There's nope. a tweet. There. there was a tweet that literally it was just. Uh, a screenshot of like a defense play from like the man. It was like drop eight. Like, That's pretty much it. It was like it was. I think it was yeah. like cover three. Drop eight. Cover three time. sky. Yep. It's like three down linemen and just like middle zones everywhere. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And everybody's going to do that in the SEC until he starts to run the ball. Until uh, until he starts running the ball, and maybe he does that. Uh, I I don't know because he's he's stubborn. I really don't know what what he's going to do. If he'll just die on this hill what, or what, what? What was his commercial like? You know, his room on the bandwagon. Yeah, well, that bandwagon's uh, on I'm fire. Sure I think plenty of room on it now. Yeah, there is plenty of room. Uh, Gus Bus is also becoming on fire. It would have been way on fire this week if whatever. Florida State was at Notre Dame, and uh, Notre Dame won 42 to 26 guys is Notre Dame good? well so I think it was like tied or close to tied after three and then okay. Notre Dame pulled away it's something like that I can't remember I know it was like within seven points at least after three hmm. so I don't know hmm. they I believe they play Clemson and North Carolina this year so we'll find out maybe they play Miami too I don't know but who knows if even know those other teams are good who knows no one's good. Everyone's trash. 26. Everyone is bad. All the good teams haven't played yet. Okay. Twenty-six points is a lot to give up. To a, I would be uh, worried. Yeah, twenty-six State. points to Florida State. I would be worried about uh, that. Concerning. Yeah. Did they play a new quarterback, or is that still Blackman? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I, I don't just know either. I didn't yeah, watch it either. So I don't know. I can just sit here and and point. I guess. Uh, speaking of sitting here and pointing, let's talk about LSU. Open as an eighteen-point favorite, uh, close to twenty and a half. Oh. This is the game I watched at noon. Now yeah. I remember. Wait, no, that was at noon. No, it was at noon. Also, no, no, no. Uh, it was at noon. They moved it. What? I promise you it was at noon. Because it got moved to Missouri. Yes. Yeah, is, is it? Oh, it yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, Mizzou won 45-41. I'll throw in that I, I do think Florida State changed quarterbacks. Uh, Blackman only had five pass attempts against Notre Dame. Okay. <gasps> they must have. All right. Let me just throw an idea out to you guys. Okay. Bo Pelini's getting paid $2.3 million yep. to allegedly coach defense. Fire and it looked so bad. Even Stingley looked like he's supposed to be the best corner well, in the country. And he looked completely mm-hmm. lost. Well, they're, they're lost. Okay. They, they don't, they don't know what they're supposed to do when they get up there. Yeah. And after the ball snapped, it's, it's even bad. worse. It's like, All right, I mean, so. zoo, weren't they missing like half their team? Yeah. They, they had quite a few out for COVID. Uh, for COVID. Yeah. It was it was doubtful whether they were going to have the fifty three you have to have to uh, by conference rule to actually play a game. And Fandy had a game postponed this week. If we want to jump ahead, yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, and I think it was actually against Mizzou, um, if I remember right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, LSU. They, let they, me they, let me just throw this idea okay. out there. Bo Pelini, new Texas head coach. What do you think? Uh, I, that won't happen. 
<laughs> Come on. What do you think? Youngs- Youngstown State, I don't think we take him back. <laughs> it's just me trolling, or if we have any uh, Texas Can fans Can I also here. say um, that LSU had the ball at the one-yard line with like 45 seconds left in the game and had four downs and couldn't get mm-hmm. that one yard to win I, against I, Mizzou. Did they, even, did they even run it once? They ran it twice Look. into a okay. wall. Like how... <laughs> How can you not run it two times against Mizzou and not get in? Should have done a, a play action to a defensive oh, tackle. You got out there playing fullback. Man, it, mean, was, it was some awful football. I mean, I remember the first game Mizzou had with Alabama. You know, I think their front held up pretty well. I don't think they're good enough to like keep you from the you know from the one. I just I'm <laughs> yeah four downs from the one yard line. <laughs> you think like I, it happened? I was like, okay, well LSU is gonna you know squeak this one out, but. Mizzou held? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I think I was already right. lined up like being upset because I think LSU might have like gotten a gift or something. Like it wasn't like they didn't get. A, they had a to review catch the on catch the at the one yard line because it looked kind of looked like he bobbled it, but they gave yeah. it to him. Um, Is this the biggest fall from grace for a defending national championship team? Do you think it's worse than Auburn in twenty eleven? Uh, what was that next year? How, how did they end up? I forget. Was, in 2012? No, 2011 was... The, wait, they won it in 2010, right? Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, 2011 is when they fell, and that's when Chizik got fired. I think they went 5-7, and seven, we, right? Are we saying, like, instantaneous fall from grace or, like, a prolonged one? No, like, year, like the next year. Like, okay. this is, like, the they first went, time... Or, second, like, since Auburn, Auburn it's the first time five that year. the defending national championship was unranked in, like, week four or something. So I was like, they went eight and five that yeah, year. If, if we're talking about like they fell off the radar. Like basically Miami after those early two thousands titles has not well, been actually, anything since. No, 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 I would. What I'd say is if, if we're gonna go a prolo- little bit more prolonged, is, is Florida State after they won the, the national championship in twenty thirteen? Because they are yeah. really bad now. They 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 have not recovered a single bit. They they flat oh. they flatlined it. maybe after one year. Chizik got fired in uh, in 2012. Yeah, it was in the, wait, 2012. Thought, they went 2012. They went 3-9. So that one. I thought it was the so. year after they won the national championship. It was a slow and steady decline. It was 14 and 0, then 8 and 5, then 3 and 9, oh. and then he got fired. Yeah. So do you Fair. think? Oh, Coach O will will be able to will learn. Like, how many games do we think LSU can win at this point after seeing this? At this point, what, were they one and two? Yes. Uh. Three or four, maybe. Oh. Now they have South they, Carolina, but at this point, maybe I think maybe South Carolina can beat them. That might be a toss yes. up. Yeah, I mean, I I might pick uh, I might pick South Carolina. Well, I mean, I've got their list. Okay, they're, what, they're one and two now. Next week is Florida. They're at Florida. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. Probably. Oh, okay, so that's one and three at Florida. I'm sorry, home South Carolina. That's toss up. That's a toss, toss up. up. Okay. Let's give them the win. Just two and two and three. Three. Two and three. Uh, okay. At Auburn. <sighs> Auburn's that's bad too. That, but that's uh, a barn burner. They might actually light another library on if fire. If it's at Auburn, there's probably another uh, Gus. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it's at Auburn, there'll be some shenanigans. Yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. This is Gus playing for his job, so I'm giving it to Auburn. So two and four. Okay, two and four. Uh, home, uh, Alabama. Loss, obviously. That's a loss. Two and five. Two and five. At Arkansas, I'll give him that. That's, I'll give him three and. I'll give three and five. Let's go three and five. Three and five. I, at I, Texas I wouldn't, but loss. That's that a, loss. Like a loss. Okay, three so and six. What, three and seven. 
Wait, did we skip? Did we miss a game? Oh, you guys forgot the SEC championship game. No. They haven't even got that. <laughs> got one Point more game. Work. That's a Miss loss. Home, home Mississippi. Uh, a loss. With, if Mississippi's offense is doing this, it's loss. a loss. It's a shootout. It, it doesn't matter. LSU doesn't have a defense. Uh, the question is... They would be able to do whatever they want. Can, can Kiffin... Like, can he hold up to all that cocaine through the year? <laughs> yeah. Has he gained an extra 20 pounds on top of the 30 he's yeah. got? So, so, hold on. So, we gave LSU gift, not gifts, but we gave them the benefit of the doubt against South Carolina, South Carolina and, Arkansas. and Arkansas. That's what if the, they, but what if they lose one of those games and it's like 2 and 8, right? Yeah. Yeesh. That, that would be your all time. That's, you know, that's a pretty fall. big fall from Grace. I feel like the the stretch goal for LSU looking at that schedule is five and five. They're gonna yeah. beat someone. No, I, I, you got to. I mean, you got to be a little bit more realistic than that. No, I'm saying that's the stretch goal. I, I don't think, think the stretch goal is four that. wins. Oh, right, four and six. Because we gave them after we gave winning them South Carolina Championship. and Arky, and that was still only three. So you yeah. got to stretch it. Four I don't think Arkansas is a guarantee. Okay, so I think Arkansas whole, okay, is actually that, decent. That's my whole point. Four needs to be your stretch oh, at this point because we we you know. We split on Auburn. I mean, Auburn. We, get, we said Auburn's probably a loss because it's at Auburn. But I mean, that could go either okay, way. Okay, so that, but I would probably give Auburn. So that's still that's, three either way games, and that's but that's, that's your stretch goal, right? You hope yeah. that you win all three, and that's yeah. your stretch goal. All right. Well, we, we we've talked about that ad nauseum. We haven't even got to the game of the week or well, it wasn't very much of a game or of anything. Week, but sorry about that. <laughs> Sure. Let's talk about Miami at Clemson was a 16-point favorite and closed at 14, and they won 42-17. I don't even think it was anywhere even near that close, as the score would indicate. Yeah, the score does not indicate very close. Do what? There was something about blocked field goals. Right. The only only play I think I saw was, was it like maybe before half, that like Miami got like a lucky long touchdown or something. No. So their only big play of the first half was uh, Derek King scrambled out um, of the pocket and ran for 50 yards down to the 20. Uh, but then they did nothing. And so they had to kick a field goal. And then at right as time was expiring at the half, uh, Dabo elected to try to kick a 61 yard field goal in the rain. It got blocked and returned for a touchdown. And so instead of uh, going to half yeah. 21 to three, they went in the half 21 to 10. Um, but then after that, the only other time Miami scored again was in garbage time. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, my Clemson's defense looked really, really good, and their offense looked pretty good too. So uh, I don't know. Maybe they've been doing their normal dicking around for the first three games, and that's why people thought this might be closer than it ended up being. Um, I also kind of think that maybe Venables knew that he wouldn't have a problem with the first three offenses they faced this year so he played really vanillas to give Miami nothing on film I I don't know but um, it seemed like Miami's offense uh, had no idea what to do uh, for the whole game I think they ended up with like maybe just over 200 yards of offense and it was only like 130 by the end of the third quarter so I mean it was they had a a rough time Uh, also Travis Etienne is still really really good he is really good, and nobody talks about him because he's got T Law on the team. I man, I mean T Law's playing really good, great too. Um, he's thrown like seventy percent completion rate, and I think he—I know he doesn't have any picks yet this season. And 
I don't know, probably has like 13, 14 touchdowns. So I don't know, he's playing really well, but man, ETN, I think he, he should be, I don't know if anyone's paying attention, but he should be the front runner for the Heisman right now, but I don't know if anyone's paying attention to him. He should be, but yeah, it just seems like nobody's talking about him because of, yeah, I don't know. There's... It feels like it's easier to get overshadowed as a running back at, at Clemson with with T Law there. Well, there, yeah, there, but like they're actually that. passing to him a lot now, because um, you know. The... I, I'm not. I'm not taking anything yeah. away from. Him. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the attention. Yeah. So. No, Etienne's a beast. He's one of the top. I mean, it's he and Najee Harris are probably the best uh, running backs in the country right yeah. now. Um, but I would. I for me, I would probably take Etienne because of the passing that like he's able to function as a as a receiver so well yeah. i mean I'm, I'm sure Najee harris does fine he's, with that it's just done, ETN's like a Najee's done really well yeah i mean you'd be fine well, with, I mean, with either oh, of yeah them. sure definitely so i'm trying to look at the two right now actually uh probably could throw to Najee more than we do but... i was looking there was yeah. like some stat from david hale today where he was like he said something like you know most um great running backs would have something like 2,500 rushing yards in their college career. And ETN has 2,500 yards of rushing in his career after contact. Um, huh. So that's a pretty crazy stat. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. ETN has like 17 catches and Najee has seven. So yeah. ETN would, yeah, he's been more, much more of an option. Yeah, in the passing yeah. game. Um, anything else on that, Tom? On that game? No. Um, okay. Clemson. I think they they're gonna. I don't want to say they're gonna coast because now they're gonna probably you know stub their toe against someone stupid. But I mean they don't have anyone big on their schedule until uh, I think Notre Dame the first weekend say you guys of uh, November. So play Notre Dame. We'll, we'll figure out how real Notre Dame is then. Yeah. I guess. Um, I'm gonna say not that real. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna well, go on a limb right now. Yeah. yeah. They usually coast along until they do still meet. Uh, also, use Trevor Lawrence as like a goal line runner. He did have a rushing touchdown. Um, he got we, Clemson. Cle, yeah, well, Clemson runs the. They love love to run the read option um, when they're at the goal line. So if he keeps it because that's what the read, then he's gonna. That's what he's gonna do. I, so. I, yeah, I'm just. I'm just looking like how does Etienne only have four touchdowns, and I look at like Najee, who gobbles up. The red zone stuff. He's got ten with the same amount of carries. That, yeah, that like I, see, I said, like, yeah, I'm sure. Trevor I'm sure if you look at four, Trevor's so. Trevor's rushing touchdowns, he has um, he has a lot too. Yeah, just because that's just. I mean, when when they're at the goal line, I guess teams try to take ETN, and so Trevor has to keep it, and he runs it in. That's just how it goes. All right, let's talk about the turd of the week from last week. We had uh, South Carolina, uh, Vandy. Hopefully nobody watched that. South Carolina won 41-7. That, that turd of the Vandy's tur- game got postponed. That turd of the week is, like, stretched into possibly multiple weeks. Yeah. Like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that. Actually, I got to scrub the turd of the week. Uh, Vandy, Missouri made the turd of the week uh, surprise this week, and that game got postponed. Until, like, today. December. So. Last, after, well, I think after the SEC championship game. Well, I'm sure they're pretty confident that neither of them are going to be there. Yeah. That, like, yep. realizing um, that Vanderbilt, and it was at Vanderbilt, they only had, like, the, 56 scholarship players. The stomach virus of the week. Just long-term shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, shit. the right. upper upper stomach influenza. Almost in the lungs. So, Wednesday. 
Wednesday, we we got uh, of this week. We got uh, Coastal Carolina. It's uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, they open as an eight point favorite. It's seven and a half today, and that's at seven thirty on ESPN. So you got something to do Wednesday. Hooray! Thursday, you got Georgia State at Arkansas State, and they open as three point favorite and four and a half today, and that's seven thirty on ESPN. So you got something Thursday. Yay! There you go. Yay! Arkansas State's kind of kind of fun to somewhat fun to watch. Now is is Louisiana Lafayette the one that uh, that beat? Uh, was it? Yeah, they're the raging, they're State, the raging or... Cajuns. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Louisiana Lafayette's actually not awful. Who did they beat? Was it Oklahoma? Or... Shit. Is Louisiana Lafayette the best team in, in Louisiana? Yes. Uh, I think they are. It's possible. I think they are. They might be better than the Saints. LSU's like right, only win was that Vanderbilt team. All right, Friday. We got uh, SMU open as a nine-point favorite, closed at six and a half. Uh, they're at Tulane at six on ESPN. All times in God's time zone, Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, BYU open as a four-point favorite, closed at, uh, I believe I meant to put five. I put point five, but I think it's five. At Houston at 9.30 on ESPN. So you got kind of a pack 12 after dark-ish game with BYU-Houston. Could be fun. BYU is really good, so we'll see if that holds there. That line seems way too low. It does seem really low. It seems really low. That should be like two touchdowns, probably. Or more. BYU's killing everyone right now. Uh, Saturday, we got Auburn open as a three-point favorite. Still three at South Carolina at 12 on ESPN. This, oh, boy. Man, this, that should be your turn of the week. I don't know why you didn't move that. True. This game... We, is, we could do that. This game that. should be bracketed with COVID alert. That is the turn of the week. Because South, Ca- South Carolina played against Vanderbilt, who today had at least six players that played that either has COVID or has close contact with COVID. And that was what they just played. So now South Carolina might need to be watched out for because now they might have players that have COVID. Which, you know, and now they're playing Auburn. So, you know, the chain of events. Hold up. Patient we- Zero has spread. And, and Auburn's next on the menu. There you go. Uh, Andrew, I think we have some breaking news that I just saw you post. Can, can you post this? What? Or can you, can you mention this on here? What? What you just posted oh. on Discord. Yeah, there's, well, we'll get to it. Oh. But there's a, there's a oh. question that goes later to it. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore that. Uh. Kentucky at uh, shit. Lost my place. <laughs> We're doing Clemson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I. Because I moved Auburn. All right. Uh, so Saturday, we, we got Clemson open as a 27-point favorite. Still 27 at Georgia Tech at 12 on ABC. Tom, what do you 27 got? 27 seems awfully low. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't take it if we were – I don't think it's part of the pick but I, I, I wouldn't take it. But take it. I, I mean, man, 27 seems really low. Georgia Tech's bad. Would you pick Clemson if it was straight up? Would I pick Clemson if it was straight up? Like, yeah. No. <laughs> you still wouldn't. Correct. All right. I, if I'm ever behind Tom putting Clemson on it, like these games, every single time in the pick em. <laughs> That's when he's going to start using yeah. catch up. At, at the end yeah. of the season, yeah, which is where he can catch up. <laughs> the best part, though, I, is that we'll, we'll have to bet against the line because all the lines are going to be huge. So Nope. Okay. I make the rules. I mean, Whatever. And, unless, mm. unless Dabo just hates Notre Dame, I don't think they get that 27. I think they just call So what off. you're saying is... That's, That's a free win for all of us and a loss for a loss for Tom if we go Clemson straight up. Yeah. And, I mean, and I, yeah, 27 seems really idea. low. 
However, Mike's kind of right. I think I think we'll probably have backups in at halftime. So I don't know. This feels like a. a, a I would if I I will tell you guys. I don't know what else is on on at noon. Doesn't look like anything good. This is like this is like when you give your little brother uh, a wedgie and you just break the underwear. (laughs) Like this is what Clemson's gonna do. To George, I'm gonna watch the They're game. Gonna right. I'm gonna watch the game because you know it's Clemson. But I would, I would advise you guys to find something else to watch. Though it doesn't look like there's anything else good at noon, so I don't know. I will. I mean, I will enjoy options. you guys dunking on Tech, but uh, I don't. Like, I don't think anybody else should watch this. <laughs> Kentucky's at Tennessee. Open as a seven-point favorite. It's five and a half now. That's at noon on SEC Network. I, I don't know. Uh, Kentucky's kind of okay. Uh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, I think, is a, a good team. They are not a great team. Uh, they're somewhere in that like third in the East, probably somewhere in that range. Anyway, it's it's an okay game. It, it is football. Pittsburgh is at Miami. Open as a eleven that point might be favorite. All right to watch it's Pitt, ten. Pitt Miami. I don't know. Pitt's got to start Eesh. recharging, right? <laughs> I'm, at some point. They're charging up. I don't know if they're ready yet. Well, um, just, it might take them two losses in a row. So you would think. <laughs> I feel like we should look up the pit schedule and see when they're oh, going to be fully they charged. Play, I feel like they, they play Clemson the second to last game of the season. I'm pretty sure. Ah, this is, there it is. This is like what everyone must feel like during like when I'm like, oh, like big time. We got a good dude game. It's like Indiana playing Minnesota. And everyone's like, yeah. who gives a yeah. shit? And I'm like, it's going to be pretty good. You should watch it. It's we're all like, we had that conversation like a couple weeks ago. We're like, the SEC guys didn't understand like why we we wouldn't care about like Ole Miss versus like Arkansas. I'll be honest. I would rather watch this next game. Uh, segue into the next one: Louisville at Notre Dame. Now this is a little bit later. Two thirty on NBC. Notre Dame's a fourteen point favorite and sixteen and a half. Uh, yeah. I well, it, it's it's going to be a, a better game to me because I think Louisville's a little bit better than Pitt. But I I don't. Never mind. I don't really want to watch Notre Dame. Scratch that. <laughs> all right. There's nothing else on at two thirty. Although I guess you can watch the end of the noon games, which are all there terrible. Isn't. So I don't know what you're gonna. Yeah, do. All, you all can... of these, there's not been one game I, I care to watch. The Nooners are pretty there's, bad. You got Duke at NC State. There's nothing to watch really until the game of the week. I feel like this whole day. Yeah. Man, uh, no Duke big, at NC no State is. Uh, nope. Nope. Uh, NC State is a, a five-point favorite. Open and three and a half. I'm I'm gonna get past this damn game. All right. Yes. <laughs> all right. Three thirty on on Fox Sports Network. Uh. And then we got LSU at Florida. Uh, that's only watch just to watch the crumbling of, of programs. Oh, awesome. yeah, that's so really I can guarantee you. I'll watch that game. Well, yeah, I'll probably watch this. And, um, I'll watch this, that. Because I'll tell you, there's not going to be, be a lick of defense being played in this game. So it'll be yeah. great. That's fun. It'll be great fun for the it's rest great. of us. Yeah. Florida's tight end is going to have 9,000 yards, 17 <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, pretty much. It's all good. It, yeah, it's all good. This is and definitely going I'm to be the a... world's biggest Tigers fan in this game. Uh, yeah. Let me just tell it's, you right it, now. It, this is literally Tigers. just Tigers. the Ole Miss Alabama game again. That's all Go Tigers. Uh, Florida is a 14-point favorite at open. It's 13.5 right now. That's at 3.30 on ESPN. Whatever the over is, bet, bet it. Well, if it's like 100. <laughs> I, I, might, I might still bet the over, over on that. <laughs> It's probably like fifty or sixty, right? It's gotta be higher than that. You think? I mean, there's no way Vegas thinks each F- team 50, is only gonna score thirty. If it's 30. like at fifty, they're like saying that each team's scoring like twenty in the twenties. It's no. These teams are like almost guaranteed to be like probably the high thirties and forties. The over under is seventy three currently. That sounds about it right. Opened at sixty seven and a half and went up to seventy three. 
I feel like getting in at 67 and a half on the over. 45, 35. Easy money. Yep. Uh, We got UCF uh, open as a three-point favorite. Still three at Memphis at 330 on ABC. Eh. Pass. A&M opened as a six and a half point favorite. Still six and a half at Mississippi State at four. Just in the nick of time for for Jimbo to like blow the game after like a high bump game. Man, do you want to be the team that that gives up more than two points to Mississippi State? (laughs) Well, unless you already did it, so. <laughs> That's fair. Um, all right, so North Carolina uh, opened as an eight-point favorite. It's now twelve at Florida State at six on ESPN. Eh. Uh, eh. No. Eh. Yeah. No. Oklahoma State opened as a seven-point favorite. It's now six at Baylor at seven thirty on ABC. Are no. these the two top teams in the Big Twelve? Is didn't Baylor already Probably. lose? Probably. I thought Baylor lost already. I don't. I have not followed any of these other two. I'm just assuming that it's not Texas and Oklahoma. I just know. Well, yeah. I just know Okie Lights three and zero. Yes, they're, they're technically the best team in the Big Twelve right now. It's technically, what, what yeah. depends on whatever. Baylor I wanted. Is. I wanted to. Yes, preface with that. Technically. All right, we talked about the turn of week already. Let's talk about the game of the week. We got um, Georgia Alabama open as a five point favorite. Um, today it was still a five point favorite when I looked earlier. That's an eight on CBS. So Six we get, now. Uh, Six now, so we got Brad Nessler and uh, Gary Danielson again. So this game will be over at about twelve or one in the morning Eastern Perfect. time. So enjoy yeah. that. But wait, we have yep. before we get into it, we have uh, okay. breaking scheduling news for this game. Oh, okay. As of now, Andy is scheduled to be at my house to watch this game. Oh, indeed, yes. And we will record pre-game, halftime, and post-game thoughts. Oh, oh, we will. So, yeah, are we gonna? I just decided like this episode you, of the podcast. Like, are you gonna? Are you gonna like let me call in or? No, you and Tom can have your own little discussion. I don't want to talk with anyone on a Saturday night. Thank I you. I don't want to talk to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't. Even, I don't even want to talk to Andrew. I'll talk to. I'll talk to his dog, his sad dog that has to be you around him to all his the time. Ex-girlfriend. Okay, his you can talk to uh, his, yeah, I've his talked to her peanut be butter brew. <laughs> She'll be in bed at eight o'clock. Well, she's in bed by like ten. Oh my god! Wow. I bet he has no idea what time she's in bed. He just knows that she's in bed when he goes to bed. Yeah. Wow. She's in bed. (laughs) Quite a relationship. She's in in bed right now. (laughs) What? Really? What? Well, she's in there watching TV, but she's Uh, in the bedroom. Oh. Oh. Fair. She goes in there about like nine thirty-ish and falls asleep at some point. Question: Does your dog also go in there with you to get away from you? No, he's laying right next to me right now. Ah, shame. All right. Yeah, um, so I think we're gonna get some uh, get some some wings and some some pizza, or or pizza. Oh, you know what you guys should get? Nope. Oh, nope. buddy. <laughs> nope. Do it. Nope. I, right I'm not doing right stuff. Come on, Andy. man. Nope. I I want to I want to enjoy my evening as much as possible. All right. If, uh, if it, Georgia wins, we'll go out for celebratory skyline. No, you should say if they lose, that's like like that's the bet you should make. No, you should bet I'm on already that. being punished enough. <laughs> I don't need skyline if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. If we win, celebratory oh, skyline. Yes, it's happening. Are they open 24 hours? No. <laughs> well, how late are they open? Because no. this game won't be over until 12:30. I'll get a, I'll get a can. We'll be okay. Oh god! Oh no, we're not doing that. that <laughs> yeah, I mean, the offer does not stand for a can. That's better. <laughs> y'all don't have y'all don't have no. any waffle houses up there. Yeah, oh, we do. Yeah, I'd, you guys should I'd, go to Waffle. I'm down man. with the Waffle House. There's one down the street. 
I'm so down with Waffle House. All right, anyway. Like, I was craving Waffle House after this Ole Miss game. It was late. I had it a few weeks ago. It was amazing. Yeah, I don't know why Anyways. people hate on Waffle House. It's, it's delicious. Uh, there will be... So it's I assume delicious. Andy will put those in uh, before or after the podcast. Next week. Okay. Right. Uh, is, well, is that, is that, I, this is the first I've heard about it, I mean, so we'll is, figure is it that, out. Is that a way to like get him to not talk about it now? or No. I mean, I'm fine not talking about it. I, I, you know, my, my shtick uh, this whole week, if you could call it a shtick, is that, uh, you know, that I think Alabama's going to beat us. So there you uh, go. You guys should talk about Give it you guys because the all the stuff that's going to happen on Saturday will be on next week's podcast, not this week's podcast. So you should still talk about it. Yeah, just, I guess I could drop it. Or it could be a, a special, uh, like, 100.5 episode. That's what I've done in the past. Also, time will tell. It's just another game where, like, one side of the ball is, like, the best versus the best, and the other side it's not the best versus okay. It's best on best yeah, and so, worst on worst. Something like that. I mean, you could, you could say it's it Somewhere in between, way, but, but sure. But, yeah. I, you know, I would yeah. say Georgia's a, an average offensive team. I would say you're Which an is, average defensive you know, team. Hey, Alabama won multiple championships with average offensive teams. Yeah, but I think there's too many good offenses now. I don't think you can win with average offense. And yeah, it comes down to like I don't know if we've played a defense. So I don't know if they've played an offense. I don't know if that means anything. So we'll we'll get to the pickums later. I will say this: I have been uh, I've been happy with the direction our offensive has taken this year. That said. There have been times, like this last game, where the offense took a little while to get going, and then once they did, it was all gas, no breaks. Felt pre- I feel pretty good about it uh, when it's going, but you have you know stupid things happening, like sn- snaps forty yards you know behind our quarterback. Uh, shit like that happens. Um, you know, I I don't really know what else to say. Our defense is is insane. Right now, um, I I really don't. Uh, I mean, maybe one one of the best offensive lines could could do pretty well. Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I think Alabama does, Alabama does have a good. Uh, I was gonna say Alabama has yeah, a good Alabama offense. has a good offensive line. I'm, I mean, um, I mean, maybe it's the defense played, but yeah, there's been no pressure on Mac Jones this whole time. Yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not throwing shade on uh, Bellum. I'm I'm just saying that like so far nobody's been able to, to stop our our uh, our defense. We've but you've only, been you, pressuring you know, around fifty percent of the time. Arkansas, and Tennessee, and Tennessee. Yeah, and Tennessee supposedly had yeah, yeah, Tennessee um, a good line, offensive line. You would think a good line, but yeah, they they did. I know Cole Kubelik had them as his number one offensive line for for a minute there. Yeah. Um, not not after this week he didn't, but um, up until this I think he did. Uh, so anyway, it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It, this is kind of the, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see the, what happens. Yeah. I mean, this is the game where you can't have no miscues, right? There's no snapping the ball of your quarterback. You're done. There's no, no multiple missed tackles on Bama's defense. You're done. Like those, those, this has to be almost a perfect game from either side to win the game. Whoever plays the most sound football is going to win. Listen. This game. You can't lose games and win right. in the NFL. Right. Yeah. Well, this is college, so you can. Ask Auburn. Ask Auburn. As long as it does not come down to like a kick, I, I, I'll be okay with. Because I yeah. almost, I almost wonder if this game Man, really our, even means anything. Really. I, no, hopefully, everyone, we don't have to use them much. But our punter had a, a 64-yard punt this last week, which is insane. Does this game really mean anything? I was gonna say, I agree with Mike. Does, does this game, does this game matter at all? 
When you look at well, whoever wins this game SEC, is probably going to lose the rematch. There's going to be a rematch. But does, do you yeah, think, if there is a rematch, you think, based on what you're seeing from the rest of the country, that it really doesn't matter because both of these teams are probably going to get into the playoffs anyway. Even if, if even if whoever wins this one loses the next one. I mean, of course it matters. Yeah. I mean, but does well, it matter at the end of the year? I guess time will tell. I think it matters how if it depends how bad the loss is. Yeah, yeah. We're like gonna, if it's only a few points, then I don't think we know enough about either of these teams right now. This will be the game where we learn everything about these teams. Like, is Bama's de- was is Bama's defense actually really bad? Is Auburn or is Georgia's defense actually that good? Well, so like, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, you're right. I don't know if we know enough about these teams. However, I think we know enough about the field at this point to think that both these teams are probably going to still make it to the playoffs. Because the field is awful. Probably. The field is but awful if, this year. If, okay, yeah. so say say last week wasn't a fluke from from Bama, and that's just who Bama is this year. They're probably going to drop uh, another one somewhere else. Maybe. Like, that's what we learned. The rest of the West I don't, is, I don't think the they rest of The rest nah. of the West is awful. Man, I don't know if they there's, lose. There's again. no one else out there that has enough on defense to slow down. Who are they going to lose to? They're not going to lose to Arkansas. They're not going to lose to Mississippi State. No one, no I mean, one's going to lose to Mississippi no one, State. No one gave Ole Miss a chance. They came in and laid it a game. I'm just saying. If that, that, no, I, don't, I don't think no. that's the case, but I'm saying if it is. Every, if that's everyone what, knew Ole Miss had an offense going back up to that Florida game. Now they, they ended up you know losing by, what, like 15 to 20, similar to what they eventually did to Alabama. But they do remember that oh, that offense is wild. It's, it's crazy. It's it, it's going some places. I'm just saying. We're going to learn a lot about these teams, and we'll know more. And we'll know who's legit and who's not. All right. Hmm. What if they're both legit, or what if they're both not legit? Like, if they're both not legit, we'll still think they're legit because it's the SEC. Yeah. Well, at, th- at this point, people can think I don't that know I how. I, I don't <laughs> know right. what kind of turn of events would happen to have either Alabama or Georgia like be out of the top ten at the end of the year. So, but what happens if like Compa- let's say look at Alabama else. blows out Georgia, because this actually happened a few years ago, right? But then Georgia wins the SEC championship against Alabama, because that kind of happened mm-hmm. with Auburn when Georgia played them in 2017, right? I think so. Um, eight. I forget what year. One of those, 2017 or 2018. It was the second in 26 year. It was. I know it was 2017 because it was the only year that Clemson didn't go to the national championship. So, um, yeah, they they beat us at home and then lost to us uh, a couple weeks later in the championship game. Yep. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yep. We shall see. We'll get. We'll talk. Well, sparingly in the pickups. Um, I've. I, I'm done with that game. Anybody else have anything else on it? I've been done with it for about five minutes, to be to be honest. I haven't been listening. He doesn't want to talk about it <laughs> for a while. All right, not let's to, talk about. Uh, we already talked about turd of the week, huh? Oh, all right. Let's talk about. Uh, we got some. We had some questions. So, uh, Andrew, you want to read these for us? Uh, a Texas fan asked, which we'll rope into the breaking news that we're seeing. Did mm-hmm. Tom Herman's mm-hmm. lost OU confirm his lame duck status as at Texas? Okay. Um, Probably. I'm sure. I I'm leaning no. I think he needs another one or two. <laughs> now his assistance, yes. Uh, so the breaking news that we talked about earlier oh. is the 24/7 insiders for Texas are reporting that Texas boosters are having a teleconference. I like that the Texas boosters are having a teleconference with Urban Meyer. Oh, his agent. Uh, and that 
Texas not... could offer Urban the largest coaching contract in college football history. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not like surprised another, it was, uh, it was the Texas name? boosters that were going after Saban. This sounds like another Harbaugh situation. <laughs> so they ever pay for someone uh, who's not going to win? I don't know. I don't know if Urban. Andrew, you are an Urban super fan. Do you think he can win at Texas? Uh, I don't know. I think he. I think if anybody could, if anybody like, could, it'd probably be Urban. But is the thing be, is, you're gonna yeah, have to too, take the baggage he yeah, comes in with. Super well, dirty program for like five years. The problem, yeah. I, I don't know if Urban would take it because if you look at everywhere Urban's gone, he's gone into good situations. So teams that had like a really good quarterback or teams that had like something there. You look at Texas, like what, there's Did nothing there. Did he have there. that at Florida? Yeah, Tebow. He, he recruited Tebow. Well, he had, no, Te- Tebow was his first year, right? Man, I don't know. No. He, he had Chris Lee. Lee. Chris, Chris Lee and Tebow that, only, in the 2006 season. It was only Chris Lee. 2005 was uh, Urban's first year. I remember because well, that was that that was the year Alabama won like ten games and beat that team. Florida. That team was still in a good situation though of what they had. Yeah, on I mean, their, like, on yeah, in general, team. but they didn't have. I mean, they had Chris Lee though. I guess Chris Lee did win a championship. Unlike Georgia, that that defense was loaded. So I just don't. There's yes. nothing there at Texas. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if there's enough there for him to be like, yeah, this is worth like. Well, I mean, what, what was it, like a week or two ago? You talked up. You talked up Texas's uh, recruiting ability. Like, it still comes down. Texas has talent. Just, yeah, you said uh, you can win with just the talent in Texas. I remember you said that. You could. But they don't got it right I now. Think he could get a. Well, yeah, but I think he could get a quarterback in in one year and be fine. No. I don't know. I don't. I just. Who knows how much of that that stress stuff that kind of led to a lot of his health problems and stuff would come back up, especially trying to rebuild. A, I can assure you, I can tell you when it will come back up. <laughs> In four <laughs> to five years. Right, yeah. As soon as the program starts yeah. to, to trend downward. It, it'll be this mysterious assistant coach <laughs> named like Matt, Mac Ziff. Heart heart uh, problems. Yeah. He got and, COVID. Uh, People like, stuff. I got COVID. I got I to gotta step down. They're like, they're like COVID. They eradicated hey, that six years, years ago. ago. Hey, <laughs> He's hey, like, well, I don't know. I got it from somewhere. I was on a mission trip. Like, hey, speaking of COVID, I did see where apparently Johnson Johnson's vaccine study paused due to unexplained illness and participants. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Cool. Eh, All right. Person. There's your COVID Thanks. update. Uh, uh, related, uh, a NC State fan says, just talk about the future Texas head coaches for five minutes. I would like to Bo pause Pelini. it. Eric, the enemy. Okay. Huh? What? Yeah, from the from the Chiefs. What? Oh, Eric, Beanie. Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought you said something enemy. Yeah, I thought you said enemy. Sorry, I, was, too, and I, I was maybe like, I pronounced it wrong. I was enemy. like, enemy. I was like, who's the enemy? Okay. I kind of thought we've been talking uh, for at least no. four minutes. No, you think he'll stay in the NFL? No, because he, yes, he's going to go to the Falcons or the Texans. Okay. Now, Dan Quinn's available. Now, huh? What? <laughs> he's going to stay in the NFL. Okay. If you get an NFL offer, which everybody's saying he's going to get one of those head coaching offers, there's no way he goes Man. to college. Wait, All right. wait, Dan Quinn? All these guys want to be a head coach in the NFL. That's the top of the game. I don't know why you would turn it I mean, down. I like hiring minorities in the NFL, though. Eh, I think that 
I think our I think our guy would get him. I floated if he wants to go the there. name David Shaw as a potential Texas thing, and I think he would work out well there. Interesting. That's an interesting pick, actually. But the thing is, like, and and I think that David Shaw is pretty good. Yeah. But is he going to feel like dealing with all the bullshit that you got to do at Texas? Like, with the I think that's why he likes that they got yeah, there. I think, yeah. Because he doesn't have to do that now, right? He just gets to coach. If you get paid enough, you can put up with a lot of stuff. That is a very political job. Like, you're, you're having yeah. to, to pat a lot of back, shake a lot of hands. Yeah, he seems like he'd be good like, at it. I he seems like a if... like a laid back dude okay. who's not like out in the Listen. spotlight like Herman is like doing like mocking nineteen year old kids. I'm not trying to be controversial here, but let's talk about the last time that they had a minority coach at Texas and how that well, went. You mean from the fan reaction of having that? Yeah, that's that's shitty that that would have to go through that situation. I, I just I don't I don't see it happening, and I'm sorry to think about it that way, but I just I like I'm not saying that that's right. But is he going to want to deal with that shit? I wouldn't if I was him. Well, all that aside, I think David Shaw would do Stanford. really well there. Uh, as, as as I think, you know, he's done so much with so little at Stanford yeah. over like the last 10 years. I think he's a very capable coach. I just don't know if he feels like dealing with the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, most coaches probably wouldn't want to deal with that. Also, they've kind of seen how a lot of coaches have not been able to do it that have done well in uh in smaller ponds. Lane Kiffin's got to be coming back up on his roller coaster ride of career. <laughs> coming back up here soon. I don't know. I I feel like a lot of coaches know that that place is toxic, and that that's, and that's a place Come on. where they'll, their career will go to die. So I don't know who else would take that. But like you they, said, money is a lot of money, and I mean, you know, a lot, is there a stoops out there that we could get? All any of the stoops. Uh, no, all, the, all the stoops are available. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of these coaches have the ego where they there's, think there's they could a, be the one to turn it around. So I don't, I don't know. It's on that I think Mark is uh, is pretty happy at Kentucky, but I mean, I don't I don't think anybody at Texas uh, is gonna be asking. Texas, for him, no way Texas goes and gets like some you know, f f non FBS coach or an FCS coach or anything. They're gonna get the biggest names out there. And you think about who's the biggest names out there? Like, oh, there's Urban. Who else is there? That that would leave a job. Mac Brown. You don't think there's it's a single? Like, what about a coordinator? Do you think a coordinator would leave? They would go after a coordinator. I don't. I don't think they want a they coordinator anymore. Yeah, they want. They want who's an established coach, who's a big name coach, right. because they've tried all this stuff with coordinators. They've tried all this stuff with up and coming coaches. It hasn't worked for them. So I think the fan base there and the boosters are like, just fuck it, give us like okay. a big one. All right, Matt Campbell thought of highly. Uh, supposedly he's all about coming back to the Big Ten. I'm less sold on that idea. I think if the right situation comes along, if he feels like dealing with that, with that, I don't think BS that's a bi- I don't think that's a big enough name for them. Well, there are, there's only that one. The only Urban's a big name. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Who else is there? If you're if you're a big name coach, you're not gonna leave. Bob Stoops. Leave where you're at. Well, I guess. Eh, you think they take an Oklahoma guy there? God, can you imagine? Um, <laughs> I love it. All all the 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 like the top paid head coaches aren't gonna leave where they're at, and so it has Bill to be O'Brien's somebody, available. It had to maybe. be someone who's retired. And does he not have to move? Dan Quinn, Bill o- Texas head coach. Bill O'Brien doesn't even have to move. He's still in Texas. I mean, I Are said you sure? Dan Quinn like about five minutes ago. Hold on. Adam Gase, <laughs> Texas head coach. <laughs> he hasn't been fired yet. He's going to be after this week. <laughs> God, can you imagine? I heard that he, he said at his press conference today that he wished that Le'Veon Bell would stop tweeting or stop liking tweets about his usage in games and talk to him. God, <laughs> what a disaster! 
What a disaster. I love it. I don't know who there is. Anyway. I'm saying. I just, they're going to go after a big name, and I don't know who it is. It's going to be Urban Meyer. They're going to make Urban Meyer turn him down. They're going to be like, okay, you've seen how much stupid money that Michigan is paying miles. Uh, Harbaugh for nothing? Double it. They're, we're we're going to give you $15 million a year. There's no way. No one's Full giving control. $15 million. Texas would be the program that would do that because yes. they got the money. They got the boosters. Even though they're paying how many people to not coach currently? Half of them. One or two. The great thing is they just keep the coaching stuff they have now since they're all just urban disciples that are on that team right now. We're just going to bump Herman down to yeah. OC. Yeah, Herman just gets bumped to OC. We already got the DC. It's fine. We got the quarterbacks coach. Can we call Can we call back Tim Beck, or is he still there? I think he's still there. I mean, at that, okay, there you go. At this point, you would like Andrew just decide that Texas is his team? or No. Why would I <laughs> decide that? It's, a, it's, a, it's always sunny episode. The, the gang's back together or something. Oh no, Tim Beck is the uh, offensive coordinator for NC State, so that's why they're struggling this year. <laughs> NC State just won a game, though. Uh, I mean, a game, whatever. All right, let's talk about uh, we, we, one more question. Okay. Uh, a Iowa State Iowa State fan asks us question for the group: What's in Area Fifty One? <laughs> Aliens. Great. Let's move on. The next Texas Alabama <laughs> Alabama's <laughs> defense from from the past few years. Sorry, too soon. No, um, I said it. I, I said it before you said it. You did? Okay. I, I am, What's actually there? It's probably really boring. It's just a bunch of old old it's shit. Like Maybe the like Ark of the Covenant's shit. there. That's all. It might literally yeah, the, be like you think paper, brought up, like was documents. It, so was it like a couple of ties. Was it a couple of years ago like all the nerds wanted to go like break in? Yeah, it was like, like last year. Naruto, I want to Naruto see the aliens. Show me the aliens. They're gonna run. Uh, what they say? They're gonna run uh, Naruto, Naruto style because they can't. <laughs> the thing was, we're gonna run Naruto style at the gates. They can't and stop, they can't all, stop of us. all of us. They was can't, the... It's hard to shoot someone who's running Naruto style. That's the thing. Well, yeah, that's true. And how many bullets do they have? Yeah, you know, they're gonna kill all they of us. Have, like sniper they rifles. So it's gonna take time. Let's to, see like, them reload. aliens. Yeah, it's a bolt action, yeah. and there's only so many. So many shots in each, in each, uh, so many rounds in each clip. Um, I'm not sure if we could. I don't think we could go five minutes on that. We're we're not really alien experts here. Five minutes was um, the Texas head coaches anyway. Okay, good. Uh, we did have another uh, question oh. um, uh, to the email. It's not a follow up, oh. uh, sadly, to yours. Hold on. Oh shit! What? Break breaking news. We do, but first we have a, <laughs> a question from uh, Patrick. I, I'm not going to say the last name, even though it is in here. Hi, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Uh, hi, my current contract with my employer is running up, and I've been listening to your podcast for the past few years. I'd like to know if you have any openings for on-air talent. I feel like Andrew and I have a lot in common, including our love of Ohio State in the year 2014. I am a Mensa member, and I am knowledgeable on bringing back college football offenses. Attached is my resume, and references are available through request. Right. Sincerely, Thomas Herman the <laughs> Third. And we have an attached resume to Tom hey, Herman's wiki. I thought the guy's so. name was Patrick. <laughs> well, it is Patrick. Patrick is his pen pen name or whatever. <laughs> is that his name when he like, stays at hotels? Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's Thomas Herman or, well, or Thomas well, Patrick. Well, Thomas Patrick, if you want to send in a, a quick auto recording of you um, breaking down, you know, a game, <laughs> we will gladly play it and see if our uh, see if you're you're fit enough to be on here. I don't know what kind of knowledge you might have given what I've seen, the product I've seen from you on the field, but we'll listen. 
Okay. <laughs> we 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 do have a we have a a Katie update or a cup oh, date, if you will. A what? Oh yes, 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 What'd yes. You call All it? right, everybody, get your drink. A uh, cup date. Nope. Out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the subject is lion ass liar. I don't know if this is Spurrier or Katie, oh, but oh yes. Uh, it says, "Hey y'all." I would like to fact check the last episode. Tom stated the assembly line does not produce a lot when in fact it does. Dear Penthouse. Thanks, Katie. Uh, listen. So listen, it's good that out, that assembly out, line out. is still when producing said, a lot of when material. I said what? the assembly line did not produce enough. I was not speaking for one person. Obviously, it produces plenty for a single person. I meant for the people of America. Okay, okay. I meant for the people okay. of America. Okay. I cannot produce, mass produce for an entire country. Thank you. Clarification. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 All right. I, uh, boy, Katie, my, we're we're good to know that the that the factory is still uh, producing enough material for you. My brain was going and in for dirty everyone places else, to say, but I'm going to leave to keep this to myself. <laughs> uh, glad things are production is still high. That's good. Good oh, to hear. Man. Listen. Indeed. Poor Katie. Tom's going to get a weird bullwhip. Listen, going poor on Katie here. is an LSU fan, <laughs> so she really does have no football to talk Ooh. about this year. So, oh, give her a Katie, break. We're very sorry for your uh, for this year, but at least you had last year. There's that. <laughs> so enjoy that uh, replay. If you got anything DVR from last year, just rewatch those on Saturdays. I'm sure the Natty the is on play. YouTube. There you go. All right, let's talk about uh, pickums for last week, Andrew. All right. Uh, all right. We'll review last week. Uh, Miami Clemson. We had a 14 point cover for Clemson. Uh, me and Mike believe they would. They did. Yay. Yay uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Georgia had a 12 and a half point cover. Tom, myself, and the coin said they would. That happened. Yay. Uh, mm-hmm. Florida. Texas A&M. Florida was sever- covered. Favored by seven. Andy was the only person who didn't think it would happen. Uh, well, boy did it, let's boy be, did it ever. Let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear here. Andy just doesn't want to root for Florida. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, up next was Vatek at UNC. Uh, Mike picked Vatek, who did not win. I, I think uh, I mentioned at the time. I didn't know anything about any of these ACC teams. And well, you're in luck for this week. Uh, up next, we had Louisville, Georgia Tech. Uh, straight up, uh, the coin was the only person to pick Georgia Tech. Great job, coin. Uh, Georgia Tech coin. Yeah. Yeah. And then they beat that ass. We had somehow OU Texas. Yeah, because Louisville was up a ton. Then Georgia Tech came storming back because Andy made the comment in Discord. I don't think Georgia Tech's very good because they're down like twenty-one <laughs> they, nothing. They, they were down like yeah, it was like two or three touchdowns, and I was I like, I don't think Georgia Tech's good. That's the last I paid attention to during there. Uh. Yeah, and then they they ripped off like 35, 40 <laughs> points. Yeah, fourth quarter was weird, apparently. Go ahead. We had yes. OU Texas. Uh, myself and Mike thought Texas would wick on, win them, wick them, would hook them. They, they em. didn't. They got, okay, they cool, got, wick they got hooked. <laughs> uh, and then well, your I mean, Lockhart full pick of the week was... quadruple overtime with multiple problems. I mean, that was... Yeah. Such is life, man. Lockhart goal pick was Texas OU would be over 76 points. It was by a lot. You finally got a lock hard. A two and two on this year. That's amazing. Um, All right. Wait, there were. Wait, hold on. How many weeks were there? We've had five <laughs> weeks of pickums. How are you two we and two? We didn't have one that one week. 
Yeah, the week that we didn't meet, remember? We just we, we yeah, sent we in the stuff. Piece yeah, we sent in the pics. Shit. Yep. Okay. Uh alright, so last week, um I don't know. Uh Andy went three and three, Tom went three and three, I went three and three, Mike went one and five. And the coin went <laughs> four and two. Bring in your Man, coin. Go We're getting clowned by the coin again. I think we did we did last year too. Your current season sure. standings, too, in last place. Mike at 10 and 18. In third and fourth place, myself and Andy at 12 and 16. Second place, Tom at 16 and 12. And the coin running away with it right now at 19 and 9. Running away with it. There are only three ahead of me. Running away with it. Whatever, man. Running away. All right, this week's game. First up, we have Auburn at South Carolina. Auburn is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll go straight up. Andy. Where is the Clemson straight up pick though? We need to make up on Tom. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't <laughs> worry. I know the strategy now. Okay. Oh man. All right. I sorry. I, I got to think about this game here for a second, if I must. Why did you put the turd of the week on here? Son of a bitch. In fairness, it wasn't the turd of the week when he put it on here. Yeah. I got to pick one of these games, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Or one of these We're teams. Pick this um, game as well. Yes. Uh huh. Look up your I, stats. Hold, no, I'm not doing that. You got to go with your heart on this one. Hold man. on. Be true to your heart. No, I don't. <clears throat> USC's home, right? Yes. Yes. Did you just pull the coin? I heard that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. USC. We can't have multiple coins. All right. It's only for this game, as far as USC. I know. USC. Uh, top. Uh, Auburn. I'm never going to pick South Carolina. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Understandable. I'm all aboard the Gus bus. Auburn. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Um, <laughs> well, you're going on the Gus bus. I'm not paying attention to South Carolina. Uh, I, you can I just assume they're bad going. always. That, yeah, that's basically yeah. where I'm at. My gut keeps telling me, no, do not pick South Carolina. No, no matter how assume bad they're a seven and five been, team. they should be better. To be fair, your gut tells you not to eat cook out every other week, and you still do that. That's very true. Oh, I'm sure he said more than everyone. Oh, so that, yeah, okay. In that case, yeah, I'll pick South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Reheated fries. Oh, I forgot about that. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's the coin? Hey, coin. Tails. Albert. All right. Barney. Can't All catch right. up to the uh, coin. It keeps doing this. Up next, we got LSU at Florida. Florida's a 13-point favorite. We'll pick against the spread. Start with Mike. Hello. No. no? Oh, I thought we lost him. <laughs> yeah, no, was, that was a pregnant pause. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Like I said, uh, that Potts guy's going to have 9,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. I mean, Pitts. I think no, it's going to be uh, like okay. a 45-38 type Kyle game. Potts. Yeah, Pitts? I think. Pitts, Potts? Yes. Pitts. I think Florida's going to win by a billion, so I'm going to say yes. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> Bees? Beats. Beads? Beats. Uh... No, I'm not picking Florida in anything ever. <laughs> Wouldn't pee on them if they were on fire. Sorry. Give us that coin action. Heads. <clears throat> yes. All right. Up next, we have Louisville at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a 17-point favorite against the spread. First off, Andy. you said that like a Yankee. It's Louisville. I, it's not Louisville. I am a Yankee. Ugh. It's Louisville. You're probably the Louisville. closest to Louisville of all of us, and you still said it wrong. I am. It's Louisville. All right. 
Louisville. 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 I'm south of the Ohio River, though. Ugh. Or north. North of the Ohio River. I was going to say you're north. Where am I? Hello? Geography, butch. Hello? All right. I, I'm no domer, but I guess I'm going to go uh, Notre Dame here. Well, I mean, so, yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Uh, I don't think Notre Dame is that good, but I also think Louisville's really bad. I was about to say, you saw what, te- what Georgia Tech did to them but last I feel week, like right? But Louisville can score, so that's what I'm. What if they can keep it within mm. 17? Uh, I'm still going to stick with yes. All right, well, I'm about to reassure both of you because the Lockhart Cole pick is. Notre Dame wins, but only by like a touchdown. Oh, good. Okay. <sighs> okay, good. Good. So, good. no, our, they don't. Our picks cover. are good. All right, we did it. Right, right. I'm, I am going. Uh, so long as you don't. I'm going points. yes, and I'll add that I believe we have used Louisville too many times on these pickups. We have a very uh, limited sample set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in like I'm two weeks when like, the Big Ten starts. I, we I, start went, I went Louisville, and every time I've gone Louisville, I've lost. And every time I went against Louisville, I've won. So you win against Louisville again? By saying that Notre Dame does beat the shit out of Okay. Coin. Stuff in the face of the coin. <laughs> Tails. No. Oh, All I right. can finally up, catch up. Up next, we have UNC okay. at Florida State. UNC is a 13.5 point favorite. Start with Mike. Spread? Um... Spread, yes, yeah, spread. Yes. Uh, I don't... North Carolina, I think, obviously could score a lot of points, and I've got no faith in Florida State to do anything reasonable. Uh, I feel like that's a good assessment, but I feel like there's going to be some fuckery. I think it's going to be like a 10-point victory, so I'm going to say no. I feel like I don't think UNC is going to go undefeated this whole season. So I know somewhere along the lines there's going to be some dumb game, and they lose. But man, FSU is so bad. FSU is so bad. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. UNC covers. Yes. Yes. You could actually make the my go dog sick and woof woof of the week. <laughs> you don't get you don't get that. <laughs> We're not doing that. How many thing. how many letters is that? I gotta hit. I don't know. Heads. Go dog sick um woof woof. G D. <laughs> All right, what, you, what, was, what was the coin? Heads. Heads. Yes, yes. You didn't say what it is, though. You have to put what the actual thing is. What was it? The UNC will cover. It's kind of that's that's not that. Yeah, no, you have to actually have okay. Not spicy well, right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. UNC by, I don't know, is seventeen controversial nope. enough? Man up. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. I'll turn your... uh, sorry. Up next, we have Texas A&M at uh, Mississippi State. Texas A&M is a six and a half point favorite. I guess we'll pick against the spread. Start with Andy. Uh, <laughs> just like it... we're picking against the spread. Is anybody actually going to pick no, Mississippi State? No, the like <laughs> the secret. Why do we even have this out. in here? I don't think Mississippi State is going to win another game this year. But go ahead. Either way, I'm picking pick. uh, A&M. Same. Like I don't. However, we do spread or yeah, I was, uh, I was straight I, up. Yes. It doesn't matter. I'm picking the spread. That yeah. Texas A&M's gonna cover six and a half. Boy, there were, the pick the picks this week were not good. Yes, no, we know. Two points. No. Slim pickings. Two points. 
Tails. Uh-oh. Hey, thanks, Coin. No. All right. Finally, we have the game of the week. Oh, Georgia man. at Bama. Bama is now a six-point favorite. Seems like a lot to me, but uh, we'll just go straight up. We'll start with Mike. I've said it before in the past, and I'll might as well keep going, even though I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not record-wise doing very well. But I, I, I will pick my own team. Uh, I will say uh, Bama does win. It's not by much, but it'll win. Bam. All right. Bam. I've watched roughly two and a half games from each of these teams sure. in their entireties, okay. except for the half one, which I only watched half of. Uh, I in the games I watched, Georgia's first game they looked like dog shit uh-huh. uh, on offense. Defense has always looked good. Uh, Bama's offense has always looked good. Bama's defense has been like a uh, questionable year. I think this is when we with Kirby's gonna come out there. He's gonna beat with Kirby. Kirby was the assistant, right? Yes. Yeah. He would this be is the first it. one this to is, win. This is this is the game where they break it. Uh, just because I think there's there's too many mental errors with that Bama team last week, and Georgia wins. Andy, I need you oh. to give me what um, a statistic. When was the last time Georgia beat Bama? <clears throat> 2007, the last time they were in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, this is the very next game in Tuscaloosa for this these two yep. teams. It's been a while. Thirteen years. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't. I until I see Georgia school. beat Bama, I can't believe it's going to happen. So I'm going to take Bama. Like play, players in that 2007 game have retired from the NFL. Well, you know who I'm. I'm pick. Yeah, you already put mine in. <laughs> I, I don't pick my own team, so Bama. There you go. There you go. Now I got the coin. Coin. Heads. Bama. Well, I feel like this is going to be a really good week or the worst week ever for me. (laughs) (laughs) Separation Saturday. (laughs) If nothing else, we'll get some good extra podcast out of Saturday. So there you go. There's your pickums. Go dog sick of Wolf Wolf of the Week. (laughs) 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 I, I I think I have to go like perfect for two weeks just to break 500. I mean, we got a while to go this time. Yeah, we, uh, we do. We, we have do we? Not, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Remember, guys. <laughs> like, it, the ACC is already like what, like two-thirds of the way done with their season. Uh, no, one-third. Ooh, maybe no. we could... Uh, we got 40%. two months. We got two months. I got a good idea. Maybe we could do the... Uh, maybe we could do a live thing on Saturday for, for our things and then record that. A we'll live see. thing? Well, yeah, you'll be there and Periscope. I'll be there. That's he wants to put himself yeah, What do you mean Twitch? a live, a live, for, live <laughs> thing for who? What, are you guys going to Twitch stream? Like stream, yeah. Or okay. He's gonna Twitch stream. Know. He's gonna like. They're gonna paint. I'll show my feet while we're watching the game. I'll put a shoe on my head. Andrew's got a bunch of green beer left over from St. Patrick's Day. They're gonna spray it on the wall. Ooh, all right. There's your green screen. You're speaking my language. Ooh, yeah. Shaking that beer up. All right. So anyway, um, I suppose follow us on at ineligible underscore pod. If we end up doing any of that stuff, we'll uh, probably post something about it on there. So uh, also send us letters, uh, letters, not, not letters, send us physical uh, mails. email letters, <laughs> electronic mails to podcast at academically ineligible.com. Uh, Katie, keep us updated. We, we want to make sure that the, um, that the assembly line keeps on moving. 
and, yeah, uh, it, and all also, that. Also, if you so. want to report anything to OSHA for any workman, workman's uh, conflicts <laughs> happening yeah. in the factory, let us know. We need to know if there's been a, if how many days it's been since the injury, she, uh, you know, that counter on the wall <laughs> of the factory. Yeah, she does work long hours yeah. in the factory. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <indeed. laughs> yeah, it's just slaving away over that assembly line. <laughs> so, uh, um, also other uh, Texas questions, send those in to us at podcast at academically ineligible.com. Yeah, uh, a- actually, you know what? If you have thoughts on, on who the next coach could be, send, send those to us as yeah, well. And, we, we'd and, like to hear that. Uh, Tom, Tom Patrick Herman, if you want to send in a <laughs> voice recording, we'll play it and see if you're cut out. Yeah, yeah, this. sure. We'll, we'll figure out how to do that, meaning I'll figure out how to do that. They probably won't hear it, but I'll hear it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Peace. Woof, woof. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.